I'm Tyler, predictive combat software dentering. I'm Connery, nine minutes to save the world, Hanson. <laughs> Is this when I talk? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, hold on, let me unfurl my notes. Yes. He <laughs> scroll. Mm-hmm. I cannot read that. <laughs> My handwriting is terrible. Okay, hold on. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm Brennan, Umbrella Corporation brand ambassador, Klein. Nice. Oh, good. Who is the Umbrella Corporation brand ambassador in this? It's probably Alice. I mean, Mr. Uh, Mr. <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't pay him that respect. Albert Wesker, probably, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. But base, any product they have is an ambassador. Um, they're really <laughs> on point with their branding. Mm -hmm. They really are. Like, I mean, they can afford to have entire cities underneath, like, all of Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. And just, like, they've already taken over the whole world. London, Paris, <laughs> Tokyo. <laughs> Maybe Tokyo. <laughs> they have a simulation city of Tokyo, at least. That's true. Oh, no, and and uh, the one in the fourth movie. There, there's a real Tokyo and a fake Tokyo in oh Russia. Oh my god! And they yeah. just do the same scene over and over again. <laughs> yeah, exactly as they thought it would. Oh, you're not tired of the laser wall yet? <laughs> well, he's back. That that's that's this is a legacy sequel. That's Ooh. the that's the the legacy character they're bringing back. <laughs> and they the cover reveal. the wall over in filth, so you think you won't know what it is, and you yeah. know what the hallway is. Yeah, no. yeah. The one thing I remember from that movie. <laughs> Oh man! This is the franchise podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. We're joined here in person this year Ooh. by Brendan Klein. I forgot to ask what to introduce you as. That's what I forgot to do. You did. You were worried that you were going to screw up my credit, and, and then, then I did, did. Not ask me about my credit. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely true. <laughs> um, well, I can. Don't worry. I know what I do. Thank mostly. you. Mostly, um, I am a movie and TV news writer at Screen Rant. Mm -hmm. I also write about horror movies at Horror Press. That's a new one. That, oh, that one would I would have caught you on that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just gave up instead. <laughs> I also am a reviewer and podcaster at Alternate Ending, and that's all you need to know. Woo! Obviously, <laughs> way more professional with the credits. Yeah. But uh, he's here. He's for the third time. He's here. He's after. clear. He's in the room. He's <laughs> in the room this time. <laughs> I'm getting closer, like the It Follows monster. Yeah. <laughs> From Paranormal Activity, Next of Kin, to David Gordon Green's Halloween, yeah. to the most topical movie of the year. Resident Evil Final Chapter. <laughs> I mean, this is one of the better ones we've covered, I guess. Really? You, I you, I mean, you like this, this one more than like Next of Kin, even? Well, more than Paranormal Activity, Next of Kin, yeah. <laughs> This at least knows there's a franchise that came before it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you know, I think about that movie more often than I would think about thinking about it. One of my favorite comedians, <laughs> Dan Lippert, is in that movie. Yeah, so he that's is. why I give it a pass. Because I just think about that movie sometimes. I'm like, oh, wait, there's Amish people in this paranormal activity <laughs> movie. And it's like also semi like they address it being in the COVID. But oh, yeah. also they don't at the same time. Yeah, it's weird. And then there's just like a weird old witch or something. <laughs> I don't remember I, anything. I would have liked it more if it was called Weird Old Witch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Activity Weird Old Witch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would I would get Paramount Plus for that. <laughs> it's right. It was only on Paramount Plus. Mm -hmm. And they never made the sequel they promised. Oh, my God. They're like, we're bringing back all the demon lords. They're all coming back. No, no, no. I can't believe I forgot the demon guy's name too. Asmodeus. He was no, Modius. And to you. Toby is to the... Tobin. Is it Tobin? Tobin. Toby. 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 Not Tobin. It was Toby. We kept calling him Tobin. Oh right, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I just really liked that it was just like Toby. Toby. Well, they, it's because in The Exorcist, Linda Blair called the demon Captain Howdy, and they were like, "What's our cute name?" And then they, that's how they came up with Toby. Toby. Bully McGuire. Bully McGuire. <laughs> 
<laughs> I dig on this, <laughs> Amish people. And then Halloween, I feel like, yeah, you weren't so big on it, and we were mm -hmm. both like, okay with it. The music's good. And then True. there was something funny about like the dad dying. He got like his wiener caught in the door or right. something. I forgot what the I forgot what the joke was. Something like that. Anyways, you guys can just listen back to that episode. Yeah, uh, so listeners. I don't Brennan know why I'm a, recapping all of it. Brennan has a long legacy of being on yes. bad episodes with us. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I I am a horror franchise boy. Mm -hmm. Um, and this. This happens. I, I, I'm not a stranger to bad movies. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you mentioned bad movies because we have to do our usual segment of what's new. Bow. Thank you, Connor. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I guess, can I go first? Yeah, you can go first. Go can for I, it. No. That's a first. Can, can I go? Yeah. Do you want to go first, Brennan? No, I don't give a okay, shit. Okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm prepared, but like, I don't, it's fine. I don't give a Your shit. Show. You go. <laughs> <laughs> There's certain guests that come on. I'm like, oh, thanks so much for coming on. I'm like, so jazzed. And the other ones, I'm like, I don't know. I guess I just see them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what category does Brennan fall in? <laughs> I mean, we, we haven't seen each other in person in like eight years. Yeah, that's true. Literally. Exactly. That's part of it too, because uh, um, Brian Zamora was recently on the podcast, and we hadn't talked to him. I, I don't think you knew him at I all. I didn't even know him, yeah. He went to school with us too, and I hadn't talked to him in eight years. So that's mm -hmm. that's where I'm at in the podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the idea. It's eight years since you've been in person. You're already in the category of yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, that's not. That's the no, opposite I'm, of what I'm, I'm honored. Honored. That that's true friendship. <laughs> it Thank is, you. isn't it? Well, not till we see the nun too. <laughs> oh my god, I saw that too. Oh okay. Oh, wow. Well, you saw the nun. Wait, I thought you said you saw it. What did you say? No, no. I said now we have to see the, the nun, nun too. too. Oh. None your business. Oh, mm -hmm. back in the habit. Um, <laughs> my what's new? I'll start with the bad one. Uh, somewhat bad. I, I kind of had fun with it. Yeah. Um, I just felt like this was a pretty good. Like, I mean, I I feel like you may have seen it. Just considering like the kind of just all different horror movies throughout decades and everything that you're always writing about. Okay. Um, but this movie's mm -hmm. called The Zero Boys. That's on you heard my that? list. I haven't actually seen it, but I know okay. it. Oh, I don't yeah. That is. Um, watch it on Tubi. <laughs> Tubi's the best. They have everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's my favorite guest. <laughs> Anybody that uh, supports Tubi. <laughs> Instant extra points. Hit the button. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I need. I need a Somebody Tubi button. Sponsor us. That was easy. Wow, that <laughs> oh God. Was uh, yeah. If anybody can't tell from my energy, I went to Disneyland yesterday for 16 hours, and then I had a Red Bull right before coming over here. Woo! So the Zero Boys is about um, these. Uh, alleged teens that are uh, paintballing <laughs> they all look like they're 30 which um i mean you know it's like an actor's 20 or something yeah you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. yeah um but they all these, these uh friends they all get together to, to, to paintball like right. every year or something um until this year when they actually encounter real danger with like a, a, a silent stalker oh. kind of like taking them out one by one a live gunman basically okay. yeah <laughs> So it mixes like action movies and uh, slashers mm. together. Um, I'm totally spacing on the director's name, but he's done like a lot of similarly like kind of schlocky. Is it is it the guy who did Night of the Comet? Is it that guy? I don't think so. His okay. Uh, then never mind. That guy's name is Tom Eberhardt, but that's not <laughs> no, useful that's not information him. in this context. <laughs> well, I, I learned a name right now. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now where there's no silence in between no, this there, happening. There won't be. Nico Mastorakis. Mastorakis? Mastorakis? Mm. Mastorakis. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm, not, I, I'm not an expert at Greek pronunciation. I assume it's Greek or of Mediterranean extraction. Yeah. But it's yeah. probably Mastorakis or something on that uh, 
Do any Same. of these ring a bell for you? Island of Death. Oh yeah. The, mm-hmm. um, Blood Tide. He does love. He loves an island. <laughs> I was gonna say, is that a, is that a tagline to it, or is it like another movie entirely? There's one that's just called The Greek Tycoon, which I don't think is a horror movie. Okay, but I like the name of that. I'm feeling better about assuming that that name was Greek. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like almost a confirmation happens. <laughs> Uh, one other notable thing about the Zero Boys is it has a score by Hans Zimmer. Oh, whoa. Okay. So it just really feels like it shouldn't be there, but the score actually <laughs> goes pretty hard. Like okay. if you've heard, if you've seen Rain Man, that's another 80s Hans Zimmer score that just is like bonkers. Like <laughs> a lot of um, um, one of those steel drums and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they're so. just walking down the street and it's like the most intense thing happening behind them. So, yeah, the Zero Boys, um, you know, it's not an incredible movie. Um, there is one of the paintballers is just dressed up in like a Nazi uniform for some reason. Oh. It's that kind of like weird schlocky, like kind of random Euro thing. I don't know what that actually has any kind of uh, <laughs> relevance to, but there's a little bit of weirdness. You know, yeah, going it's on. weird. Um, but yeah, it's on Tubi. Hmm. Thank you, Tubi. Yeah. Thank you for all you, you do. do. Thank you, Niles. Thank you, Niles, for chiming hmm. in. I did host a round of Tubi. Uh, I mean, oh my God. I hosted a round of trivia called Tubi or Not Tubi. Oh my gosh. Um, and I was like, is this a real Tubi original movie or something I made up? And it was oh very difficult. God. That's really good. They Thank have you. They have some good ones. And by good ones, I mean, uh, I don't know. I like looking at the trailers and then yeah. never watching them. <laughs> There's one where a shark, it's basically crawl, but with like a, a great white oh, okay. in someone's basement. Um, there is. How does that work? There is, um, oh my god, what's it called? Uh, I'll come back to it. I, I okay. one that I actually watched, it doesn't matter, yeah. Uh, anyways, enough about Tubi. Um, there's a new movie that just came out called It Lives Inside. Have either of you heard of this? Uh, I yeah. think I've heard seen a trailer for it, yeah. It's got that girl who's on like three quarters of a season of Never Have I Ever. Oh, Megan Surrey, Never Have I Ever, yes, that's her. Um, but it's basically it's from the producers of Get, Get Out. Out, uh, and it's that just means wait, is it's not a Blumhouse movie, is it? I don't think so. Yeah. So which producers? <laughs> One of them. Yeah, those ones. The, the guys from The Thing, you know. Yeah, three of the seven producers of Scary Movie. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it's a Scary Movie thing. Like, what what was that a quote from? Like, Scary Movie 5? Oh, God, I think it was like two or three. Like, it was earlier on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I can't tell you what producers it was. It was just on the poster. But, um, you know, a lot of people have been just saying, like, oh, it's kind of just whatever. It's mm-hmm. just like another horror movie. But with... um. Like, it's an Indian family and, like, the demon in it and stuff. It comes from, like, Indian lore and everything and mythology. Um, But, I don't know. I thought the creature design was really great. And I really was, like, invested in the characters. There's some silly stuff that happens every once in a while. But it was still, like, uh, it was still a little better than I expected. Good. I don't know. I just, uh, I just went, I think I accidentally went on opening day. I was like, (laughs) I just need to get out of the house. I'm going to go to, like, a 3 o'clock screening of this. Nice. Um. And it's from a, a first-time director who has been like... It's not A24. It's not Blumhouse. <laughs> is, is it Sony? They like to sneak out a horror movie or two. Ooh. I think it was produced by James Wan? No, that doesn't make sense. Anyways, I'm obviously editing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you trust me to say cut parts like this out? <laughs> you know, I should have just... Uh, <laughs> Had more info of technical info. <laughs> I saw this movie called It Lives Inside and I had a good time. That's all I know. Okay, cool. Check it out in theaters right now. That's all I need to know sometimes, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
uh, Connor, what's new with you? What's new with me? Uh, I've been playing a lot more Armored Core 6 since I finished my foyer, foyer into Baldur's Gate 3. I learned there are many different endings to Armored Core 6, and that the game kind of plays out differently every time you play it. There's basically three endings. You can go through it three times, basically. It kind of starts over, but then, like, when you're on a mission, suddenly it changes course. You're like, oh, well, now I'm doing this, or oh, I have the option to, like, betray these guys that were, that were my friends in the other ones, so... It's really wild. It's really, really intense and really, really, really cool. I, I only have advocated for that game as much as I should because it's stupid cool. I've never felt cooler than playing Armored Core 6. <laughs> I mean, I, I was just listening to your Resident Evil, the first Oh, podcast. and I talked about it then? <laughs> yeah, you talked about it. Like, uh, Leo also. It felt yeah. like 45 minutes, so I think you're advocating for it pretty well. <laughs> That, I just really put, been playing a whole bunch more since Baldur's Gate, and uh, I, I've been really, really enjoying it. So that's kind of what I did for the past few days when I had free time. I would go, and I'm like, I'm gonna keep on keep playing this game and get really, really good at it for some reason. <laughs> and nice. I feel like I've gotten really good at it. No, that's awesome. No shade. I just um, I, I do my brain goes fuzzy when video games are mentioned. Like the oh, last yeah. game yeah. I actively played was Kingdom Hearts 2 on the PlayStation 2. Good that's, fucking that's, choice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's where my information ends. I talked about Kingdom Hearts 2 all day. That was one of my favorite games as a kid. I loved it. Yeah. You missed the, uh, I don't know, three months where Connor kept mentioning Elden Ring every, yeah. every oh week. <laughs> yeah. Literally, I was just, I'm excited for Elden Ring. All I can think about is Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden Ring. Now I'm playing Elden Ring and it's really good. <laughs> it's really good. I love it. I was like, that's the last time you talk about it. Moving on. <laughs> And until the DLC comes out, and then I'll talk about it a little more. <laughs> That's okay. Sometimes I worry like the What's New segment's a little long, but I'm like, certain movies, I think it's totally fine. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about this movie, especially, obviously, later. But yeah. just uh, the franchise in general has been, uh, it's been not a lot a... to parse through, really. Like, yeah. it's not... It's been such a slog. Brennan, have you been keep? I feel like we're just launching, launching into it now. But have you been? Did you watch the whole thing too? Like all the all the series? Yeah. Well, this actually lined up with because Tyler um, texted me like a month or two ago about yeah. coming on for this episode. Yeah. Um, and my boyfriend and I started a Resident Evil marathon, I think in April of 2022. <laughs> so we really spaced them out. I think that's the best way to do it's it. Good. If you're going to do it. Yeah, it isn't. It isn't because each time it gave me just enough, uh, uh, lead time to completely forget every single character. <laughs> um, but definitely in terms of, uh, being able to choke them down, I, I recommend that more. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. My my what's new, I guess, is something I've already talked about a few weeks ago. But but it's really good. Like keep keep on coming at it. I feel like it's one of the games that kind of gets is getting swept under the rug by like legendary major games like Baldur's Gate, where it's like play both, do it, do both. If you need a break from what's it called a turn base, go heavy action like arcade mech shooter that is Armored Core. It's great. Brendan, what's new with you? <laughs> um, no, no, I, I don't want you to feel embarrassed. I'm very sorry. Oh, I'm not um, embarrassed. Don't worry, bro. Okay. <laughs> I, I he'll, just know. he'll play it anyways. <laughs> I'll play it anyways. <laughs> you can stop me. <laughs> I'm an unstoppable mech machine. <laughs> in my head, I was like, Tyler and Turner, if you're talking about Baldur's Gate, and I'm sitting here in my mech suit just like, uh-huh. <laughs> well, it's because you already beat Baldur's Gate. Yeah. We're both like way behind. <laughs> Uh, anyway, what's new, Brennan? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, I get to embarrass myself now. So <laughs> have you heard of the After franchise? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, for, for the listeners who aren't in the know, it is the franchise. It's based on fan fiction written about Harry Styles from <laughs> formerly of One Direction. Yes. Uh, he was of One Direction at the time that the fan fiction was written. Mm -hmm. um, but it's like this fan fiction is basically like this is an alternate universe where Harry Styles is a, you know, kind of like brooding bad boy college student. Good. With a dark yes. past. Um, and 
the you know self insert character girl is just like I'm an English major and he's like I love you um, but also I'm mad at you all the time and she's like oh so sexy and that's there's been four movies of this now um, for the record um, they had when they published the books for real not on Wattpad like actually selling it in stores they had to change the character's name to Harden Scott Harden Scott um, thus removing any connection. Harden. Oh yeah, it's it's. Look, Scott, I love use Harden. <laughs> Scott use Rock Throw. <laughs> I do. Um, I do love a cheesy romance hero name. Nice. So that's mm-hmm. it's it's a pretty good one. It's a really good one. I, I think I might like it better than Christian Gray. Yeah. Mm. Well, your first name's Harden. Yeah. No, it, it's it's more evocative. You're right. Yeah. Harden Boner Jams. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like he's like he's hard he's hardening himself to the world, but then like you mm-hmm. gotta, he, she's gonna break through that and get to the gooey center. Of yeah. Organs. Oh God. And actually, <laughs> now that we're thinking about the the nomenclature of it, her name is Tessa Young, and so I think she's supposed to be like the young, like naive, oh. like oh. Um, she's not even. He's he's Disney. What's what's the word? Um. Oh my God, that's like means you're like cold and like cut off from the world. What's that word? Or she's naive, he's cynical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> basically, so yeah, basically, this has been a four film franchise of them fucking and then yelling four. at each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ever happened at the same time? <laughs> Oh, totally. <laughs> um, well, no, probably not. They, they they tend to shut up during the sex, so a, a, a song that is not licensed can play. Um, <laughs> and always has the word after in it. God, no. I, I don't know. But, ever, ever <laughs> don't bring Carrie Underwood into this. <laughs> um, I think that was her. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, so... This is a a four film franchise based mm. on four books. Um, so I watched the fifth film. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the postscript. Is yeah. it like there's like the, all like Harry Potter part two or something like that, or Hunger Games part two uh, a bit or whatever? No. So <laughs> it is my understanding. So there was a a, a very nice uh, woman that was walking out of the theater at the same time that I was uh, mm-hmm. out of the movie after everything. That's oh. the that's the name of this one. So, it is like a theatrical release. Uh, <laughs> Technically. In certain places. So here's here's what happened. <laughs> um, the first After movie came out in theaters in 2019. It did really well. It made like $70 million. It was like a 15 mil budget. So like they were like, all right, let's, let's keep going. Um, after We Collided, which is the second one, oh. uh, that was meant for a 2020 release. So it got dumped to streaming during the pandemic times when mm. everyone was at home and everything was super sad. Yeah. Um, the remaining three movies in the franchise were released in theaters as two night only fathom events. <laughs> <laughs> like all of the best, uh, cinema has to offer. Like Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Just like the demon slayer live action performance. <laughs> uh, yeah, bo- both of those. Yeah. Just like, you know, the opera <laughs> or whatever they do. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like the Star Trek franchise. The even numbered ones tend to be better than the odd numbered ones. So I was, I was really high on on movie four, which is called After Ever Happy. Um, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> after Ever Happy, Tyler. <laughs> ever After Happy? Nope. Happy Ever After. After After Ever. Wait, what? I'm so confused. This is more confusing than the Resident Evil movies. Oh, it really is. After After Ever Happy. 
Yeah, no, that movie was wild. Um, it involves him getting so mad that he burns his mother's house down. Um, and there are no consequences. Um, is he rich or like is he oh just yeah, like they're super rich? Okay. He's this rich British arsehole. You know? He has a Manchester by the sea moment. Oh, thank God. Oh no, it was very much on purpose. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was on purpose. And he has no regrets about it. Um, and everyone's just okay with it? Yeah, well, we kind of move on. Okay. Um, and then they fucking fight some more. <laughs> not about the house, which I'd be mad about. Yeah. Um, it's like it's not my house, but you still shouldn't do it. Yeah, right? It's just arson. Wow, Mira Servino's in After Ever Happy. Yeah, she's really good in it. <laughs> I mean, she's good in yeah. general. Yeah, I just didn't expect her there. But anyway, cool. the stars of this yeah, uh, so. franchise, it's a uh, hero Beauregard Faulkner finds Tiffin. Mm-hmm. Uh who? <laughs> what? I love his full name is so beautiful. I have to use it every time. Oh, that is his whole name. Okay. Yeah, he is the nephew of Rafe Fines, and uh, oh. is he the nephew of Joseph Fines also? He might be Joseph Fines' son. I don't remember how that whole kind of the family Fiennes comes affair. together. Yeah, oh, sure is. <laughs> um, and the the uh, the main the main girl is Josephine Langford, who's Catherine Langford's sister. Catherine Langford from Knives Out, Thirteen yeah, yeah. Reasons Why. Um, anyway, so this kind of like. We're just tossing some sexy siblings together. <laughs> um, but so yeah, after everything, it's kind of like, it's uh, okay. So I was talking to this woman in the theater as we were yeah, walking yeah. out. I was like, okay, so what the fuck is this? <laughs> um, and so basically the, after everything, the, er, the, the fourth book after ever happy, as we recall, it ends. And then it has a little epilogue of like them getting back together after their latest fight. Oh, uh, cause that's, they just bounce back and forth for that, 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 that's it for like thousands of pages. And they, okay. They're just like screaming at each other and having sex and screaming again. And yeah, they never get married. It's like critical divorce. <laughs> yeah. It, it is, it is deeply, it is the heterosexual version of camp in that it is really boring. <laughs> yeah, and miserable. It's, like bad, it's like a bad version of it. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> um, but I it's can't like white get people enough. playing jazz or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love La La Land. <laughs> um, but anyway, so the, this movie kind of takes place in between the ending of the book and the epilogue of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is like some sort of canonical context for it, okay. but it's like a totally original story. Yeah. And the original story they chose to tell is that um, after Hardin and Tessa broke up, Hardin's working on himself. Yeah, he's it. also working on a book. Oh, good. Um, his second book, because his oh. first book was all about uh, his relationship with Tessa. <laughs> um, and it's a quote-unquote novel. And I'm like, write a fucking book. Like, you just wrote down what happened to him. Yeah, it's, it's his biography, pretty much. Yeah, like, yeah. call it a, if you call it a memoir, I'm totally happy. But yeah. he's like, it's my novel. It's a great... Well, it's not. it can't be the great American novel, because no. he's British. Um, <laughs> That's how good it is. <laughs> it's it is the American novel. It's like we like taking things the brits do these days like we like adopt actors from there all the time that is true yeah um but anyway yeah so he just he goes to lisbon and portugal um and they clearly gave the production a lot of money um (laughs) because he goes to all the best hot spots in lisbon and tries all the fun foods that they have in portugal and talks about them and how delicious they are and he's like oh this this portuguese drink let me uh let me slurp that right down (laughs) um and then i'll take my shirt off and yell into the void or whatever it is that (laughs) he likes to do for fun um, but anyway, so he's like, so Tessa and I broke up because I wrote this book about us without telling her and published it without telling her. Now it's a bestseller and she's mad about it. <laughs> so I'm in Portugal. I'm kind of trying to make up with this girl who I tormented before Tessa, um, when I was in like <laughs> high school age. So he was like going back to an old flame that he used to be abuse. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um, 
And he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write a book about her. Oh, he's so good at finding fodder. He really is. <laughs> um, but anyway, so the, you know, he, he's really finding himself in, 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 in the in arms terms of another woman. Not even in the arms, just next to the arms of her. <laughs> just the arms. Yeah, he's like reconnecting with his past, essentially, and like trying okay. to make good um, by writing a book about the awful things he did yeah. to her. It's basically My Name is Earl. Yeah, um, but but much less redemptive. Uh-huh. Um, and basically, Tessa is barely in it. She's the main character of the first four, book, uh, wow. first four books and movies. Um, and she shows up kind of in the last 20 minutes of the movie like, hey, guys. Um, <laughs> Just like that? There's no like, Harden, I've been thinking a lot about you. And this latest book that you wrote about that other girl had me thinking about all the good times we had. I read your book three times cover to cover. There's no evidence that she's read the book, is aware of what he's been up to. They reunite <laughs> at someone else's wedding. Oh, um, and well, okay. Spoiler alert. Yeah. For after everything. Okay. Um, but they get engaged sort of at the wedding and then they fuck on a desk, uh, <laughs> that seems to just kind of exist in what I think is supposed to be the like dressing room for the bride. Oh, okay. Um, and then everything's happy again. And I'm just like, well, okay. So he's been abusive, emotionally abusive. I don't think yeah. he hits her. He does yell at her a lot. And he likes to punch walls and burn buildings down. So that seems... He also proposed at someone else's wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps it's... the worst of, of all the crimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big sin. It's, it's, it's all Big a bad... Head. It's a bad time with Harden. <laughs> if you listen closely, fans, you can hear Tyler's secret message there. I won't repeat it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, so it's just it's four and three quarters of a movie of him just being awful to everyone around him. (laughs) Um, And then Tessa comes back and he's like, can we get back together? And she's like, "Okay, I guess Um, (laughs) she has like no integrity. (laughs) Yeah, she really doesn't. And then it smash cuts to like five years later. um, And she's basically she loves to wear a wig that looks like it was uh, made of hair cut off of a broom. Um, so she's got a new one of those and she's pregnant oh, and it's no. like, Oh, we're happily ever after. And I'm like, that's not literally not possible. No, there is no, I know I'm supposed to be so happy for your, for your happily ever after. Cause of the foundation of these four books. Yeah. Um, but because of that foundation, I know that it's wrong. This is miserable. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Anyway, I, I love watching these movies. They're so bad. They're so boring, but I cannot, get enough next uh valentine's day i might have to do those yeah last yeah. year we did the before trilogy yeah so we i did. think we have to do the uh the after uh, yeah. quintilogy <laughs> quintilogy yeah, yeah. I, I, I do think they're developing a prequel called before so you gotta oh hurry up before, before that. they can't after, do that <laughs> before after after the before the before the hereafter oh well, here for unto. <laughs> But there's a bunch of flashbacks in the new movie that I assume is stuff they shot for before. And they were like, you know what? This fucking sucks even (laughs) harder. So we're going to just kind of sprinkle it through the regular movie. Yeah. And I hope that's what happened. And it's not supposed to be a teaser for what could only be a really brutal, awful movie. (laughs) So that is in theaters or people would rent it? It's long gone. (laughs) It is on on VOD, though. Okay. Gotcha. I was just looking at the director of this movie uh, after everything. It's Adam Shankman. I'm like, no, it's not. That's why Castile Landon. Oh, okay. Why does it say that? Am I, I looking at the wrong one? I don't know. I think Letterbox is one of these cases where it's wrong. Whoa. Oh yeah, no, that is just wrong. Okay. Um, 
was like, Adam Shankman wouldn't touch this. <laughs> yeah. This is he just directed Disenchanted. And I'm like, okay. Which is not great, but better than yeah. this. Like he did The Pacifier, which is probably still better than this. The Vin Diesel I mean, babysitting movie. I'm sure it is. I haven't seen it since I was a child. But it's yeah. Been a while. Letterbox, you're letting me down for the first time in my life. This is devastating. Don't do this next to me, too. I don't think they'll ever recover. <laughs> Don't do this to me, Tubi. <laughs> Don't hurt me. I'm already down. I love all your ads. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that that's the dark side of Tubi. You do have to sit through that. But if you want to watch uh, Even the Wind is Afraid, the 1968 Mexican horror movie, that's, that's the place to go for free, you know? So mm -hmm. they got a lot of cool stuff. There's a lot of good 80s action movies that I've been watching in there, too. Nice. Uh, but uh, speaking of, you, you know what should be on Tubi? <laughs> Resident Evil, the final chapter? Yeah. <laughs> I agree. That's the only uh, transition I could find there. I think it's a good transition because it belongs there, I feel like. I feel like all of them that, do. That's really rude to Tubi. Yeah. I don't think it's rude to Tubi. Um, I feel like they'd welcome them with open arms. It's like the adopting a foster child. Deadly Dilf is the Tubi movie I saw. Ooh. Okay. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> Have okay. you seen that one? What are, what are you talking no, about? This um, is an insult to Tubi. Deadly Dill. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, that one, <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry. No. Tubi original movies are lifetime bullshit. Um, yeah. Yeah. But Tubi's curatorial team would not allow Resident Evil across their really? borders. Really? Um, well, no. I mean, border. <laughs> um, border Patrol at Tubi. They're so yeah. lax. They're like, you get out. <laughs> The deadly dilf come on through. Deadly. Yeah, he's he's got the, he's got pre-check. Pre <laughs> By the way, the, I mean I let the, deadly dilf through as well, but <laughs> the dilf isn't even deadly. Spoilers. Aww. Is he a dilf? Uh, uh, for Tubi, yeah, yeah. For Tubi. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna look up the dilf. Yeah, look it up. Yeah. Um, it's also directed by like a former porn star, I think. Oh, fun. Oh, which one? I don't the dilf. remember. Oh, I'm I'm looking the it dilf up himself. currently, so I will. I but will there's also know. some. Okay, I guess we're just still doing what's new. But <laughs> there's just like some interesting <laughs> shots in this movie that I'm like, it looks like he's really trying to make an artful film, but yeah, like okay. he's like not ex super experienced. I like the effort so. though. That's good. Yeah. Dylan Vox is the name of the director. Mm -hmm. Ooh. And I'm like, wow, that's an interesting oh name. Oh my god. Is he a dilf? Uh, well, the director. I I don't I, know. I haven't I haven't checked. But <laughs> the actor. Oh my god. <laughs> He's gonna kill me. That looks like somebody I'd see on a motorcycle really angry. Someone that you would see on a motorcycle really angry. Yeah. yeah. The, the Dilf is reasonably Dilfy enough. Um but yeah, the director, oh my god, I, I've seen a movie that he was in. Um <laughs> it's a twenty eleven uh gay gay quote unquote comedy that's mm. just a terrible softcore movie that's like 55 minutes <laughs> oh my god um it's called longhorns okay. um, nice. <laughs> and it's about a texas college student who likes to m mutually masturbate with his friends and he's like am i gay um <laughs> no and then, uh, spoiler, spoiler alert he turns out to be gay <laughs> Twist. Uh huh. It's also <laughs> a sequel to Welcome to. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Welcome to what? Finish it's it. also a sequel to Welcome to Mooseport. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it means, but it sounds filthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Robert De Niro and Ray Romano are just fucking. I mean, I'd, I'd watch that movie. For Everyone sure. would. Are you kidding me? It'd yeah. be a hit. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. Okay, we gotta talk about Resident Evil again, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Sorry oh. for the. Uh, Oops. The, no, it's okay. No, oops. oops, we have to talk about Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> oops, all deadly dilfs. <laughs> There's not enough deadly dilfs in Resident Evil. There really I isn't. Say. I mean, Dr. Isaac tries, I think, to be a deadly dilf. Does uh, he? He's more just deranged, I feel like. Deranged dilf? 
I don't know. I think we should move away from Delph. We can. We don't have to uh, play with this anymore. Yeah, we don't have to force it in there because I think I think Brent's right. There aren't a lot of. Uh, I don't know. There's not a lot of like people in general in this movie. I no, feel like there's it's like just, five well, there's, people. There's, there's four thousand people left on the surface of the yes. planet, and we do learn that there's a bunch of people underground. So I don't know if we're counting them. <laughs> the Umbrella Corporations, that Noah's Ark for the rich and fa- rich and uh, powerful, <laughs> rich and famous, yeah, yeah. rich and famous. <laughs> Brad Pitt's in there. Brad Pitt. <laughs> Eminem. <laughs> Go on. Name one more famous person. Yeah, name one more. Uh, uh, oh, Kelsey Grammer. Shit, shit. Uh, fuck. I mean, he, he was David Hyde Pierce. <laughs> Rod Perlman. Okay, okay. Superstars, one and all. Yeah. Just, just, Character all actress Margot Martindale. Yeah. <laughs> those are all white men that you've named so far. <laughs> they be trapped. I'm trying to become Umbrella Corp. Yeah. What, you're saying they would join Umbrella Corp? Oh, I'm saying that Umbrella Corp probably trap them and put them on ice. Yeah. I feel yeah. like Ron Perlman would definitely break out of there. Yeah. Look at Wesker. I mean, like. Okay. Speaking of. Is this man CGI? Yeah. No, oh my god. <laughs> I feel like especially, he is. He looks like, like it. how long ago did you see the last one? The um uh I, I did retribution. Watch, I did yeah. watch the fifth one the week before okay. watching this one because I had to catch up. So he has like no neck and looks like a thumb. Yeah, yeah. Connor, Connor looks like he looks inflatable. Like <laughs> he totally does. I was so confused. Well, because in everything about him is pulled back. Yes. The, the hair is so slicked back, everything's so tight. He probably has clothespins on the back of his <laughs> neck. Like, gonna uh, say. Yeah, like Orson Welles did in Citizen Kane in the the younger scenes. Oh my god! Wow. Um, I don't know if his clothespins. That's what I imagine they <laughs> would were. Be really funny um, if it was. I don't think it was. <laughs> um, don't shoot me from the back. They'll see the pins. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's he looks so inhuman that I was like, yeah. did they just pluck him out of a PS2 game? <laughs> he looks like it. Yeah, and then it's also a different actor from the fourth one. Is he looks it? the exact well, same. Well, that guy's in like all of them. But there's a different actor who plays Wesker in the third one or the fourth one and then it becomes this guy yeah okay i believe you i i <laughs> the flush cast- these movies from my yeah. brain as soon as they're done <laughs> well i couldn't even tell that it was a different guy like yeah, the casting the, the people that they cast in this movie i remember who has i don't remember who i was talking to but i was just talking about how we're covering resident evil on this mm-hmm. podcast and they're like oh yeah like who else is in that movie real in those movies really besides like mila jovich i'm like yeah nobody like no well, no offense to like like yeah there's like a michelle rodriguez yeah. Yeah, ali larder yeah ali larder like those are the two biggest names arguably mm-hmm. like wentworth miller is in one. Oh and, yeah he was yeah dr isaacs is from game of thrones he's big now but yeah jason he's... isaacs speaking of isaacs jason isaacs was in one of them for like half a second he <laughs> was yeah I think he was in the first one, and I think he's the one who's like, bring them in for examination. And he's oh, he's like oh. only in these like sketchy looking flashback things, so you, and you don't really see him. Barely oh. see him. Oh, that makes okay. sense because he was in Event Horizon that yeah. Paul W. S. Anderson directed, also. Oh, okay. I was like, where are we going with this? I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that, that same director. So, Milijovic, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's stunning. I, I don't think she has no children except for the fake child that got retconned out of this one. Um, but I think she's a deadly milf. I think that's absolutely the yeah. We keep talking about how you know if you listen, we we say like, this is Paul Anderson saying, "Look at my wife, look how amazing and awesome oh, yeah. she is." Throughout like six movies, yeah, that's like this whole franchise. It's like yeah. if it's anything, it's just um, a husband being incredibly in love with his wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a tribute to how cool he thinks she is. Yeah, and she is cool. Yeah, and look, this is a better like wife guy director pairing than rob zombie probably yeah, yeah. um is a great person to build a movie around yeah, she's, she's so fun yeah she's so fun she's down for anything literally 
Yeah, she'll just do it. She's she's cool. She knows how to do her stunts and yeah, she's beautiful. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And look, I, I, presuming she's comfortable sharing her in, incredible hotness with the world, mm-hmm. um, this franchise is so, I mean, it's so prurient. It loves to, to uh, like, uh, she's constantly, whenever she wakes up in an umbrella facility, she's wearing like that, like the Romano's napkin. macaroni grill uh, <laughs> uh, tablecloth. Yeah, we keep calling it the napkin. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like macaroni grill, though. Macaroni grill's good. Certain time, certain place. Yeah. <laughs> when do you want to be formal? Mm-hmm. And I, I love the, uh, in that in the third one with this, like, Mad Max, she's got the, just like, all of those uh, like garters on, yes. yeah, um, and she's yeah, it's not yeah, it's not <laughs> realistic in any. <laughs> I like her outfit for the most part in that one, but then like then in the garters, it's like okay, this isn't like practical. I know, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's comic book armor, yeah. yeah. Um, but this one really lacked that, which I yeah. actually kind of found to be a bummer. She feels so defeated in this one and just like really sad. Well, she's like tired of being in the franchise. Like, yeah, if everyone seems tired, the ideas are tired, like. She yeah, she's not wearing any like cool outfit or anything really. No. She's just kind of like stripped down mm-hmm. and Yeah, and and I understand that she maybe didn't want to cuz I know mm-hmm. that the reason this movie came out 4 years later is cuz she had just had a kid. Yeah. Um so your relationship to your body changes a lot mm-hmm. um when that happens. Um so I'm sure there's a very good reason for it. Um and I'm not advocating for like, you know, exploit people who aren't o- aware or willing to be exploited. Yeah. But she seemed I I sure hope she is cuz it's 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 when someone's just like that open with like, look how sexy I am and mm-hmm. I'm just going to let it happen. I, I love that. Like that's yeah. so, it's so fun. She's very confident. And those outfits are so campy mm-hmm. that I really missed it. And Allie Larder is dressed like a soccer mom this entire time. Oh my God, <laughs> she is. I had such a huge crush on her when I was watching Heroes. Like I thought she was like so beautiful. Still do, but. <laughs> no, I thought you saying when you're watching this. Uh, she's hot in this too. Oh, like yeah. she's and, gorgeous. <laughs> and I, again, it's fine to dress like a soccer mom, but it's probably not the most practical in she's not dressed like a like a soccer mom going to a workout she's dressed like a soccer mom at a pta meeting in this movie like a like blazer (laughs) collar it's it's not practical no she's like business soccer mom like literally (laughs) pta meeting and he's holding a phone like a like a (laughs) razor phone being like this one second putting the finger up for (laughs) audio medium yeah like it's less practical than you know just wearing your underwear which is what they've done in all the other movies because at least you can <laughs> run around in that yeah right anyway i'm so sorry you do you, no, no. You, huh? how do you start a conversation about these movies I just was <laughs> that's like, the only way i really yeah, know how just any way in it's gotten to the point on this franchise where it's just like any way into talking about this movie is yeah. where we're at it's just helpful like yeah I don't, I don't know about you guys but like i think i mentioned this to brennan before we came before we started recording but i was just like the you guys both intimidated the shit out of me before watching Tyler you're like huh? this is really bad and oh. then I, I saw Brennan's review on Letterboxd and be like this is awful <laughs> like, oh fuck me it's gonna be such a bad ride like we hated the last one for the most part yeah. and it's just like so somebody on that I follow on Letterboxd uh, I won't say their name because I, I like most of the reviews but he did give like four four and a half stars to yeah. Retribution wow and it was just like oh like this is like the pinnacle of video game movies where it's just like you're in the video game yeah. like it was way more thought out than that and i like, understood where he was coming from but i'm like yeah but also still like i think it sucks <laughs> like, <laughs> it's still not very good yeah it is deeply incoherent the setting's yeah. really good mm-hmm. um the idea about it is fun but it's just like it doesn't stick the landing at all yeah like i i just was so blown away that like they completely ignored the continuity of the last movie in general like, yeah i was just so shocked i was gonna say like this movie would be like have a great start if it started like in media res with how the last one ended mm-hmm. where they showed like that was the coolest shot in the whole franchise when they like yeah. 
when Wesker's like, we're going to like be ready to fight. Or yeah. so we finally got Mischief. the Avengers of Resident Evil <laughs> yeah. together again at last. And then Chris isn't even in this, but no. then also like it, it, it cranes all the way out or whatever. And it like shows zombies these giant zombies bats. attacking the White House and stuff. I'm uh -huh. like, sure, this is like exactly what I want. Yeah. And then it's just this movie starts after all that happened. And it's like, OK. And then it just feels kind of Transformers almost. In Literally. The yeah. With the big bat thing. Yeah, it looks really stupid. Um, which is from the games. It's also from Resident Evil 5. But. Oh, okay. Okay, oh, so okay. you have played the games. Yeah, I've played. Okay, that's helpful. I've played <laughs> all the mainline games and most of the, like, the side games. Um, but yeah, all the that's another problem I have with this whole franchise is that n I, I, like, I think any new zombie is well actually okay so like the last one with the the russian the soviet troop zombies oh um that's like original to the movies but they are no, called las plagas which is like something from the from the like games that the are the most popular zombies that is way cooler than what they ended up doing mm -hmm. yeah that was like wasn't they were just like sicario assassin zombies or something i was like yeah, i did not yeah. get I, they just seemed like dudes in masks yeah yeah that's what they are which is not not fun no the Resident Evil movies, I think, suffer from a lack of focus. Um, I'm sure the games, it's really fun to, like, fight a dragon. But <laughs> <laughs> fight a dragon. <laughs> but, I mean, to be clear, I mean, to, to be frank, like, I think the exact limit of what this franchise should have been was, okay, we got fast zombies and we've got this high-tech corporation who's constantly yeah. fucking you over and putting you in bad situations. Mm -hmm. I don't need tentacle mouths and fucking meat dogs oh, and but that's resident evil <laughs> uh, which is which is that that's the thing it's like yeah. i guess uh first practice well like what this thing is but i do think it's kind of dumb mm. yeah i mean it's all it's all like a bastardization i i feel like in a lot of ways yeah. of, of the video game where it's like the things with the uh open mouth zombies are from like resident evil 5 mm. also they pull so but much from five yeah they really do yeah because it, it's the most actiony one at that mm. time but um all of those Resident Evil games, it's more survival horror. Like, you only have so many bullets, and, like, they're usually moving kind of slow, and there are, like, bosses and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But this is just kind of, like, more straight-up action. And, like, by mm -hmm. this point, Final Chapter, it's just, like, straight-up an action movie. Even, yeah. like, the one new creature they introduce, like, that bloodshot thing. Right, yeah. It's called, like, bloodshot. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, the giant, like, berserker kind of thing in the umbrella mm -hmm. place. Like, I don't know, do you even remember, Brandon? Was that in this movie? <laughs> yeah, yes. well, the problem is, like, the way they edit this movie and oh, yeah. the way they shoot it, it's like, why is this, like, the least cohesive thing possible? Like, are you just... I read somebody on also on Letterboxd being like, oh, it's, like, trying to get into, like, the psyche of her head. I'm like, or it's just bad, <laughs> like, you know? Like, yeah. Alice doesn't have a psyche. <laughs> she barely has memories. Yeah. She's barely <laughs> no, no, no. a person. She's a clone. <laughs> Let's get into clone ethics. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's very Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom of you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They didn't even end at a, man at a mansion in this movie. No. Oh, my God. Fallen Kingdom's a better Resident Evil movie than... It uh... really is. It's like <laughs> Dino Crisis. <laughs> oh, my God. I need to make... I need, I need to make the Dino Crisis movie. <laughs> you do. Yeah. It's your destiny. Yeah, and, and the thing is, because I know you were you're talking about the like annoying things that they repeat, and mm -hmm. that's supposed to be like you know kind of uh, bringing it to a close and like yeah. calling back to the original, and it doesn't do that enough mm -hmm. for yeah. it to 
do anything. They go to the hive. I think that's their like final calling where it's like we're ending yeah, where but, it began at the hive. But the hive is like completely redesigned. Like it looks yeah. better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it doesn't feel like, oh, a homecoming at mm-hmm. all. It's just like, oh, there's, and they don't even use the, the laser hallway the same way. Or the... No, it's a weird one. I thought that, I thought <laughs> that someone was going to get cubed. I was like, yeah. how is nobody getting cubed? They, they, they didn't even try. They didn't no. send out the cuber. No. The beginning the of it. Yeah. <laughs> the cubert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Gad. Josh Gad. <laughs> Never mind. That's a, that's a different. Josh Gad as Cubert. That's a story. No, no. He just fucks Cubert in pixels. <laughs> what are you? Oh, <laughs> we'll talk the, about that whenever. Does we, he fuck the nose thing? I well, yeah, they don't do it on to. screen, I guess. But like, he has a Cubert baby. Okay. Oh. I mean, so that, that you just, just seems assume. like the obvious entry point. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Just like a big flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that's where he reproduces from. So there you go. <laughs> Yeah, that's just okay. Spits well, out sorry, Cuber I just had baby. to say Josh Gad. I should have just left it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure Cubert has like a cloaca or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He's bird-like. Bird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know the gender of Cubert. Yeah, who knows? Um, what were we talking about before that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm lost in the gender of Cubert. Oh, the, the, um, the, cu- the hallway. Um, yeah, yeah. Hallway cubed, okay. cubed. Yeah. So ex- thank you, cubed, yeah. <laughs> Cubert. Okay, let's talk about Cubert again. Now, uh, and extinction. No. Extinction. It opens up with like the clone of Alice, like going through the laser room again, and she finds a way to go against the cube, the cubing. Yeah, goes by, right. like, yeah. She goes into the the vent up there, and then this one, which is like three movies later. They don't even do that. She still pulls up, but it's mm-hmm. like so. It's like a. It's not even a heightened version of that. No, it's like you're no. gonna do this for the fourth time in this series. Like, how lazy is this? Like, Everyone you had one good idea. Hallway. They're like, that's this is it. This is our one good thing. <laughs> I'm actually getting like a like a little heated just because like, <laughs> which I feel that. like I normally don't about movies on this podcast. But it's just like if you're gonna make me sit through six of these, like franchise and like this is where we're at like at least have a, a few new ideas yeah they really don't have many ideas and it seems like their primary ideas are laser hallway and wander around a desert in the apc things that are like with isaacs and yeah stuff, yeah like that goes so yeah. slow i mean i will say for the first 15 minutes i was like this could maybe be an okay movie right yeah. that's what i felt too i was like mm-hmm. okay yeah. all right i was like it's giving budget there's some colors in it there's a lot of exterior shooting and i was like okay mm-hmm. i mean you know it's all <laughs> it's australia masquerading as washington dc <laughs> <laughs> kangaroo hop spot yeah basically <laughs> um but i was just like okay and the the big dragon thing it was reasonably uh, well rendered in CGI, yeah, which is fun. not something you can overlook in a Resident Evil movie. Yeah, that's true. Um, but then it just completely falls apart. <sighs> one of my notes that I wrote is this came out the same year as Rogue One. Wow. Oh, shit. I feel like I remember seeing ads for that in the movie theater, like Resident Evil Final Chapter, and then I, wa- I watched Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it, it's weird how recent it was, I guess, because oh, it really? does. I mean, it's impressive that the franchise lasted like 15 years. Like people kept showing up for it, I guess. Yeah. Like it made money. Like like the fourth one through the – like four and five made a lot of money. And, you know, I don't really know a lot of people that have seen them except for the people that have been on the, this podcast. But even <laughs> even Brian Zamora who did um, Afterlife. Mm-hmm. He hadn't seen any other ones, yeah, so he like, just like know, jumped oh, in on the fourth Jesus, one. That's not yeah, the time it to was, do it. It, I, it was honestly my dream thing for a guest to it do. It was fun. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. I've been blind. I've only seen this one, and I'm like, that is hysterical. I love it. 
Well, especially for this franchise where the continuity is so gnarled and it, the franchise does, it insists on continuity really hard, even though it can't pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. So right. that must have been so confusing. It's awful. It just totally feels like a franchise that's written by like 12 different people, but every mm -hmm. single one of these scripts is like at least co-written by Paul W.S. Anderson. So yeah. it's just like. I don't know. He, I think he just gets bored and comes back to these and like, yeah, this will be fun. Like, don't worry about it. Like, and like the studio probably doesn't care. And yeah. it's, it's, it's not a resident evil movie, but, um, yeah, I mean, I guess we, I, anybody listening up to this point is well aware of that. I yeah. feel like, but I, I, I found a note that said, uh, they have, they have one new, tra they have two traps that I'm like, I want to hear you guys' thoughts on. They have the wind turbine trap. Oh, and they right. Have the vent. Yeah, they have some new things. They have That's the true. vent trap where it just drops you down like 60 feet. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And he's just stuck down there like he's alive, he's, right? No, he's dead. Oh, okay. Like, you go, boom. <laughs> like he's not getting up. I just couldn't remember if they did like a, uh, a shot from below that just like shows him. And it's just like, oh, that's kind of way worse than dying if yeah. you're just stuck at the bottom of the stupid vent oh, <laughs> until you die yeah. like a rat or something. No, like, it's just like he falls down there and then the vent opens again and like, yeah. he falls down like 60 feet and goes like splat. Yeah, this, that's so ignoble. <laughs> and why didn't they do that to everybody? <laughs> yeah, it's just such like a mean way to kill somebody where it's just like, no, you don't get to be cut in the bits by laser. Laser, You just drop down a hole and you die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, but those traps. Uh, yeah. That th that was fine. It was a good way to split yeah. up the cast if you had to do it. Um, <laughs> the turbine. The turbine. Yeah, it's kind of lame, right? It's. It doesn't feel like a threat. Uh, right. It feels like something in Willy Wonka. I feel like yes, it's the, like the fizzy bubble lifting <laughs> the fizzy machine lifting or something. Drink. Yeah, Ruby Rose needed to drink. She needed to burp, and then she would have survived. <laughs> yeah, it. I think that there was, was Ruby Rose. <laughs> it sure was. Yeah. This was the time then when we put her in things. Yeah, the Meg's own Ruby Rose. Oh my god, John Wick too. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah. So uh, that tr trap or what, whatever you want to call it, that that sequence. Mm -hmm. I think it could have been really well. First of all, if you had established stakes, it's like, why do you think it might turn on? It's clearly been disused for a long time. <laughs> um, like if there was a thing of like, oh, you see, like before you pass through, you see the generator turn on in the other room. Oh, and you know that, that it could turn on at any point. Yeah. Because they don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, and then also the, that sequence is the worst edited in this incredibly yeah. poorly oh. edited movie. Dude, yeah, I completely agree with you. It's so bad. Yeah, and you're like, so who's in the turbines? What direction are they going? <laughs> she has to shout, it's pulling! <laughs> <laughs> I would like it the most if the big uh, berserker guy, like you see like slow reveals of him and oh, then yeah. you just see him like press like a giant light switch as he's walking by. Yeah, it's like, yeah. her, her, it's called her. building dread. And he goes, her, 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 and then the turbine turns on. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be fun. Uh, yeah, it'd be something. You it'd know? be funny if you like, <laughs> trap go on. Yeah, well, it just it 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 need to it would have set up the stakes of that yeah. scene, which doesn't happen. And then also you cut to like them watching from the outside of the turbine, and one of the shots was like, are they underneath it? Like it was <laughs> yeah. Just, there's no sense of geography. It's a mess at, at all. There's like the big potato masher thing too that has like oh. a zombie behind, and it's like not very. What about when Wesker gets squished? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote he got Harrison Forded. Ah! Oh yeah. <laughs> he just like <laughs> Wesker doesn't do anything in this movie, yeah. and then he just gets his foot caught in a door <laughs> yeah. until he explodes. I'm like, wow, what a way to go out. I kind of like that just because it was really, stupid. You're fired, Wesker. I don't like that. that. I didn't like that. It I, was good. It was a good bit. What did they say? Like the the three bitches or something? Like yeah. Trinity of bitches. The Trinity of bitches. <laughs> bitches. I wrote that down. 
out. Yeah, that was really like, good. God. I was trying to find a way to put that into my nickname at the top of the show. Yeah, I, I thought about it. I was like, I don't think I can say this. I'm, I mean, we're the Trinity of Bitches we as are. relates to this movie. Yeah. It's just such a dumb moment. He's like, if it isn't the Trinity of Bitches. <laughs> Honestly, this could have done with a lot more like Nightmare on Elm Street esque lines. Yeah. Oh, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, and then they, they fuck up the stakes of the whole movie, too, where they're like, you have 48 hours to save the world. And I'm like, from what? <laughs> it, it, I, they only clear what's going on. Where are the 4,000 people? Yeah, she's like, there are 4,000 people on the surface of the earth. They will all be dead in two days. And then it's not until like 15, it's not until like there's 15 seconds left on the timer that she's like, the strike forces are prepared. And I'm like, oh, is that what's going to happen? The strike force <laughs> I'm just confused. She, she drops it, and then she's like, "I did. I said all the zombies. I was, but then she goes like, but it's gonna take a while. So I'm gonna travel the world and kill big bats.' Oh my god! Yeah. At the beginning, she's like, "I'm Alice, and this is the end of my story." Right. Yeah. And then at the end, she's like, "This is never the end. <laughs> yeah, I'll just keep <laughs> wandering around." Die. For a bit. <laughs> yeah. um, there is like a really like this is just one specific line, but. I don't remember. One of the grumpy guys, soldier guys at Alice, like, doesn't trust her. Yeah. And then later on, he's just like, oh, yeah, we'll do your plan or whatever. And then she's just, like, gives him a look. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and he says, so I was wrong about you. Blow me. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's not, like, a thing that you say in normal conversation. <laughs> oh, like, that's really aggressive. Like, I don't, did you mean that? Did you mean to say <laughs> something mean? else? <laughs> Maybe he was trying to reconcile and he was trying to, you know, trying to show off some riz, you know? Like, yeah, right? <laughs> he's like, blow me. I mean, I'm not. I mean, it would be so, wouldn't it be wouldn't it so be funny? Yeah, it'd like, so be hilarious. <laughs> Albert Wesker sticks out his thumb and says, blow me. And then he becomes an even bigger inflatable doll <laughs> oh man. Oh, my God. <laughs> blow up his head with his thumb. Like a dumb cartoon. Oh, but uh, but like that sequence that reminded me, like before she gets to the hive, it's like you have forty eight hours, yeah. um, and you know she keeps running out of time. Yeah, immediately um, gets captured twenty hours. <laughs> I mean, I do, I I like that it's just for a while. It's kind of just Alice's terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. <laughs> Where she has one very clear goal, and she has a time limit, and just everything's in her way. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm kind of vibing with this, and then it slows down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when they fly time like nine minutes, I'm like, it has not been nine minutes. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> yeah, she was like. There's 15 minutes left on the timer. I'm like, thank God this movie's about to end. <laughs> and then it didn't. No, uh, no. Anything that should have a big reveal is just kind of like throwing more stuff at the like everything in the kitchen sink or whatever. Where it's yeah. like, well, here's old Alice, who's Alicia. Even oh when they introduced God. Alicia in the beginning, I'm like, oh, Alice is gonna be clone, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah, and then um, the part where they're like, we have we have the recording of this secret meeting, and then there's you don't see it, but there's an old lady at the head of the counter. I'm like, well, it's Mila Jovovich, of course it <laughs> is. <laughs> it's her doing a bad old lady voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Old lady voice. Oh my god, I'm she's so having, glad you said that. She's having fun though. Oh yeah, she's a great time. Yeah, this fired Wesker. <laughs> this whole movie is like, is my wife having fun? Okay, great. <laughs> great. Mm -hmm. I'm having fun. Yeah, happy <laughs> wife, happy life, and then you make a hundred million dollars. Yeah, right? you go home happy with your beautiful wife. Yeah. <laughs> Just dunking on this movie because we're jealous of it. Literally. Yeah. I oh, I guess one more nice thing I'll say I kind of liked the uh, the ski lift opening sequence. Um, oh, that's fun! Where you yeah. see one of the early like zombie outbreaks that was that, like kind of oh yeah something. with the kid yeah, yeah. it's always like, like <clears throat> cool when yeah when it starts with, like a kid or something because it's way more intense. I feel corruption like. of innocence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you see? Have you seen? Have either of you seen Talk to Me? The yeah 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 horror movie? yeah the stuff they do with a kid in that I'm like mm -hmm. oh it's it, oh, like, he gets I, real fucked brutal. up brutal. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, I, I appreciate a movie that can just kind of fuck up a kid. <laughs> um, Not scared to. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Just because it's just like it's transgressive still. It still yeah. feels like ooh, like they're doing something. Yeah. Like it's a scary thing that people usually don't touch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that they got him bloody. That was scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of the notes I wrote down feel like they're from two movies ago, but they <laughs> are in this movie. Yeah. Like when they launch a catapult over and over. Oh, right? yeah. The zombies. Mm hmm. They fun. sure did do that. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> I don't remember much of it either. When you say that to me, I'm like, that happened? <laughs> well, I assume it was during the like siege of the fortress. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. They had like mm-hmm. big, big fucking Donkey Kong barrels of gasoline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, Ruby Rose was at the at the petard, just, you know, cutting the ropes and whatever. Right. I know I'm just like like uh, going really tangenty right now, too. But like when they say alert our operative in Raccoon City, I was really hoping it would be Nemesis. Ooh. And then Alice is like, Nemesis, you're still alive. And then he's just like, stars. And then they like team up together. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> because he's basically her brother. He is. Yeah, that'd be really fun. That's actually a really good idea. If he was like, Nemesis, you're back. <laughs> <laughs> but he still looks all rubbery and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's all gross still. And like, <laughs> they, they brought back who they could and yeah, they wanted yeah, they to. Did their best. Like, I remember, well, they retconned the fuck out of those people that they had. The, 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 assemblage the ensemble mm-hmm. of uh of mm-hmm. characters from the games from the last movie yeah um but i remember i read i read on the mdb trivia so <laughs> i don't know how true this is but they were like okay so um lee bing bing who played ada wong she was right. busy doing some other movie yeah um because they were this movie got delayed so she mm-hmm. had another job so they couldn't get her back and the little girl ariana engineer who played the the deaf girl that's right. like alice's oh right daughter. kind of baby yeah yeah, she had grown out of being able to play that role. She just, like, was... die off screen. I totally forgot about yeah, her she character. Died. Yeah. Everyone died off screen. They're all gone, yeah. Um, but then the lady <laughs> who played Jill that. Valentine yeah. was not invited back. Oh, wow. Which I, I agree. <laughs> she was <laughs> awful. <laughs> you didn't like her weird jumpsuit and the spider bot and I the mean, ponytail? <laughs> all that was nice, but she's just such a yeah. uncompelling, anti-compelling actress. Yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> anti-compelling. They did not mention what happened to Leon. I don't know what he was up to. His hair he got horrified too big. me. He was yeah. he scared me a lot. Because he <laughs> you were like wrong Leon. Well, it's like yeah, it's like some weird like uh what's like a boggart or something or like a <laughs> something that like it, it looks really close like the uncanny like, valley like, of like a real, real man right the, exactly the ditto version of yeah it, version. It, it was like yeah it was like reverse uncanny valley it's like i know this digital creation so well and then you see this guy and his chin is like really Thick. strong and his hair is like a little too long and i'm like that's not it's like so it's weird wrong. yeah <laughs> Like it looked better than a Halloween costume, which is more disturbing. I don't know. <laughs> would you be just would you be Leon for Halloween, Tyler? Uh yeah, but only the one from the movies. Good. <laughs> you could pull be, off that hair. Yeah, you could be that Lily could be Claire. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. Claire Redfield. Yeah, that's a good she's, Halloween she's costume. Sure back. Um who else is in these movies? <laughs> she could be Ada Wong. Yeah. Um I, she could be Ada Wong. I have one last thing. What's your last thing? I feel like we should wrap it up soon, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Have we talked about this movie? (laughs) How long has it been? I guess not. I'm so used to doing short episodes. I I look as I say that, and it's it's, we're just in the hour mark, so let's not not wrap it out. (laughs) No, you have a game and stuff too, huh? You have a game and stuff too, so we'll get to that that beloved hour twenty. A game? You You said you had a game game. that we were going to play at the end of this. Oh yes, in this. I thought you saying I had a game to like go play. I'm no, like, yeah, you, you got your baseball game. I have, sorry, guys. I have to go play Baldur's Gate 3. I'm in Act 3 now. 
factory. Now got to stop the steel guard, right? Okay, let's keep going. There's just something about this franchise where I'm like, feel bad for the guests almost, where it's just like, I don't let's know. Let's not waste their time anymore. Let's no, get them out I, of here. I did this whole journey too. This, this yeah, is the culmination true. of your journey. This is a culmination of a slightly longer journey for me, but I, I was here. Well, it's tough yeah. that like I have to go into tangents because nothing is super cohesive in this yeah. movie, but I... I liked it in a really stupid way it just needed more stupid energy i liked the scene uh this specific scene where she's like okay grab the pen hit him in the ear whatever like <laughs> yeah, her whole, like sherlock deduction <laughs> moment yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's straight up robert downey jr sherlock yeah. holmes and i'm like why are they doing this this is straight from that movie because everyone liked that part with moriarty and sherlock it was so cool. please sherlock and then he does his like <laughs> counter move thing yeah. it's so cool it's great th- I- like Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say I uh so they had this thing where it's like predictive combat <laughs> software engaged. Yeah, you could see all the different parts. ways he could kill her. So yeah. silly. Um but that <laughs> happened right before their big blowout battle at the end, and I was mm-hmm. like, are they just gonna like once it's all over, he's gonna kill Alice and then they're gonna start again? And that was like the predictive thing that he saw, and ah. then now we're gonna do it, redo it. And I'm glad <laughs> they didn't, but then I don't know why they shot it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I would have been so sad. I would have cried. <laughs> like you wasted 20 minutes yeah. and now you're just going to have to start over. He's like, you'll never reach my pen or decanter in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would have been like that big cool battle at the end of uh, Breaking Dawn Part 2. Uh, yes. Yes. When this when this uh, franchise, when this movie ended, I was the, the one Volturi guy who's like, finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally. <laughs> just kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I really do like the idea. Of like that all just being like predictive and then like she just is able to get to the pen and stab him in the neck. Well, he is fighting other people later and then like, okay, I'm just assuming he's using his predictive software, but he still gets like hit a bunch. He's like, oh, I'm like, oh, it's not even working. Like you're not even doing it right. Like, I know, right? No, that, that's a lost leader. He's like, I need to get hit here so I can get in here and do another mm-hmm. punch, you know? <laughs> Wait, so how did, so the clone that's in the APC thing, and it's like I would say it's Mad Max ish, yeah, light, but it's it's really like Extinction. I feel like is more Mad Max. Yeah, this it is, is more. This is kind of like Fury, like the tank movie or something. It is like, more Fury, <laughs> which yeah. came out a couple of years before this. And they got the Bible guy and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. They got Shia LaBeouf and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, got- the clone of Dr. Isaac. Sorry, I was yeah. really yeah. lost. I, what's, <laughs> it, I was, what's an APC? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, what does it stand for? Armored. Personnel carrier. Yeah. Oh, okay. Great. Like, it's the kind of tank things that they're driving in. Yeah, the, the thing that they crawled into, and there's like yeah. three stories to it. <laughs> yeah. So he loses his hand, but then he gets it back? Yeah, why not? Is that what happens? He can regenerate. I don't can? fucking know. I don't even know who this he's, guy he's, is. He's the, he's the goop guy who's like, you look at me, I've evolved. And he has like the tentacle arms. And like he? that. Yeah, yeah. When? In like the, in like the second one? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It's... Oh, he's that guy? Yeah, he's that guy. That's he's the one who made that's Extinction. Oh, Extinction then. Yeah. It's he has, the, he yeah, has the tentacle arms. One of the best shots in the whole series when he like puts the tentacles in the guy's eyes and mouth and then oh, pulls it out. Yeah. Okay. That's him. See, because he was like, you thought you killed me. And I was like, I, I don't remember who you are. <laughs> well, it's because he was gone for like two whole movies. And it's like, yeah. no, actually, so, he's the bad guy. And then Wesker's just around. Okay, so I last saw him like a year ago, probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's why you have no idea who he is. And he looks like every other white guy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This is kind of like the later entries in the Saw franchise. We're just watching two doughy white dudes punch each other. <laughs> Wait, why are they punching each other? <laughs> I don't know. Saw told them to. <laughs> I, I saw some really funny thing. I think it was from Saw 6. It was just on Twitter. And it was 
was just like, uh, oh, oh man, what's what's Saw's name? Jigsaw or John Kramer? Yeah, John, John Kramer. Kramer. It's like John Kramer. We love you for this, and he's just like talking about like the government and taxation of everybody, like in like Saw. Oh yeah, Saw Six like, is all about uh, medical insurance and how it's a, <laughs> a, a scam. Oh my god! I'm like, wow, I really got to see that movie. Like, that that's actually kind of good. That's something, you know? Yeah, that's something to talk about at least. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you know, like? I mean, you, you've you seen so... Uh, I feel like we've all seen so many horror movies, but I feel like, Brennan, especially, Good like king. that's like your whole yeah, job, it is, it basically. My, yeah. my job and my thing. <laughs> I'm very lucky. Um, and, like, what would you say, like, the point of horror is in general? Like, usually <laughs> to, like... No, I just, Big question, Brennan. What's the point of I, horror? <laughs> I just mean, like, you. a lot of people make horror movies to say something... <laughs> metaphorically to have some sort of themes i guess that applies to any genre but like i love this what is horror what i'm trying to say is resident evil like does it have any themes that's what i'm really trying to get this is oh this is actually really excellent because you brought this up in the first resident evil movie uh i I was listening to that episode um and i wanted to like yell out uh you know like when you're (laughs) listening uh yeah but now i have the opportunity to so i'm very lucky yell at us now um i would say the one theme that the resident evil movies have is that you know big like corporate monopolies are a bad thing yes um and i think that's true and i think that's about <laughs> as much as they have to offer but that's that's a theme yeah uh, that's that's the, way we, the conclusion we came to i think literally in the second we're like the theme of this movie is corporation bad yeah <laughs> yeah w- w- great that's fine um, but why is horror yeah why is why horror? is horror <laughs> i would actually I think it was very succinctly put in the new Hercule Poirot movie, A Haunting in Venice. Wow. (laughs) Um, uh, I'm paraphrasing something that uh, Tina Fey as Ariadne Oliver said, but it's like, we tell scary stories to make the world seem less scary. Um, And I I think that's pretty accurate. And then sometimes we tell scary scary Wesker stories. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I, I cannot I just can't say that name, so I just thought it would be good yeah, for yeah. the tongue twister. Yeah. Good. Um but like we also tell scary stories for the adrenaline rush of like the just the roller coaster of it too. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good explanation. I like that. Good job. A plus. Thank you. Yeah. You did the <laughs> screenwriter of haunting <laughs> this. <laughs> well, it's all that I mean, that is what these movies do. Yeah. For sure. Like just turn off your brain and go see things that are like thrilling it could be a lot worse right supposedly thrilling yeah Yeah, and and these are these lean real heavy toward action in action horror but i would say basically all the movies have one or two jump scares that have gotten me um i'm I'm, look i'm not like super hardened against jump scares but these ones especially always catch me off guard maybe it's because i don't think of them as scary movies because they're not but every time a zombie jumps out i'm like ah yeah (laughs) and that's something yeah i do miss her quarters gun yeah, oh, yeah that was we good. all missed the quarter shotgun. <laughs> that was really great. I kind of wish that was made a call- comeback. I feel like uh, Connery and I have talked about a little bit about like how she gets her powers and loses her powers and then <sighs> kind of has them a little bit. Like, what w- what would be your preference for this? <sighs> well, she's already so powerful that yeah. I, I don't need her to have fucking carry telekinesis. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, if you're going to do something fun and stupid with it, then fine. Um, like I remember, is there is there something with like a fucking flock of crows and yeah. the extinction one? Yes. Yeah. Um, like fine, okay, whatever. That's you do you. Um, but when he took away her powers, I was like, you know what? I do like this better. Um, I like I like it when there's stakes. <laughs> yeah. And, 
you know Alice is going to survive, even yeah. at the end where it's like, you know what will happen if you release the antivirus? It'll kill you. I'm like, well, it won't. It should, <laughs> but it won't. It won't. Um, yeah, she doesn't even have anything to do after that as a character. She's like, I guess I'll ride my motorbike around and, like, shoot dragons. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's not really a purpose for her character anymore. No, yeah. This this kind of final chapter demands a noble sacrifice. And you could always bring her back because Umbrella can do anything. They can. Um, Umbrella is like... Uh, well, it's like a season three of American Horror Story. I don't know if either of you watch it. Coven. Yeah, yeah, I watched um, Coven. Where it was like the witch powers could bring anyone back from the dead. Yeah, so there it was, was just bullshit. Yeah, they could <laughs> just do anything. Yeah. Um, so it's just like that. Like if you need to bring Alice back, there's 800 clones of her. One of them could wander into a movie. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Whoa, hi. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, a movie. And Mia? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to think about any of the anything going on no, <laughs> like, like with all the clones and like um retribution when when they uh, they show up or wait yeah wait afterlife it is impossible afterlife. Afterlife. to remember the subtitles yes, of these absolutely. movies absolutely yeah, i am fully going to like consult that dvd when we rank yeah. them yeah. going to be like this one this one this one resident evil absolutely <laughs> absolutely resident evil absolutely <laughs> Uh, when when the clones show up in, in the umbrella facility and like the two on the sides are like one smiling and one serious, I'm like, this is like the dumbest shit I've ever seen. But then that just also implies that none of the clones care that they're cannon fodder. Like, yeah, they love it. She like uses them as just like soldiers. Yeah, yeah. But then she cares that she's alive because she thinks she is human. Yeah. So there are like concepts of. I mean, if you're gonna have clones in a movie, there's you're inherently going just by having them there, you're going to have. That is a concept, basically, yeah, that you talk about. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that's also just partly... <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I reject just all uh, the intense sci-fi-ness of right. some of these just kind yeah. of at hand, because I'm like, I just want to watch zombies running around. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm so sorry. I think that's the best way to do it, because I come from a background of like being obsessed with Star Wars as a kid. Like mm. That was my franchise, and that involved forcibly rationalizing anything that didn't make sense yep. yeah. and both on humanizing my, clones both on my <laughs> end and like the people who came after george lucas to be like no actually this is all like really smart <laughs> it yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. make any sense it's so, like poetry it rhymes <laughs> <laughs> look george are innocent but we don't need to we don't need to talk about the clones in every movie no it's okay. No, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, you're right. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying they could bring her back if they wanted to. It would make more sense if she died at the end of this. We don't we don't need Alice. It was such but... a great shot at that moment where she's like she's like dead amongst all the zombies. I'm like, yeah, she's just another umbrella monster in the end of the day. Like, and she died with them, and it makes sense. The end. Yeah, and it's like it, it kills anything infected with the T virus. Mm -hmm. And the T virus has bonded with her cells. Yeah. And then they're just then at the end, they're like, Alice, you're fine, because it, it just killed the T virus inside you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Okay, so that means that all the zombies are still around too, probably. Yeah. Like that's why the bats are still there. She's like, it's gonna take a while to spread across the whole wide world. So my soul is four thousand people are probably still dead, huh? Are, are they dead? Well, What's I think the, uh, the how does that even work? Umbrella strike force got called off by her setting off the antivirus. That doesn't make sense. Well, even no. then, it's like even. Like, yeah, how does that? Okay, it's another thing where it's don't think about the science, the hard sci-fi of it, because. They're like, oh, it's in the air. It'll go everywhere. I'm like, that's not even how like nuclear fallout works. <laughs> like, yeah, literally. depends on how big the uh, the radiation is. And just going, eh. yeah. She, she <laughs> smashed it in a fucking golf sand trap, and it's gonna save the world. <laughs> it's gonna save all the okies in the dust bowl. <laughs> We're all gonna be fine. <laughs> big bats save my soul. Ride <laughs> them to glory. <laughs> <sighs> 
What's the game title? <laughs> uh, are we are we Wait. done now? Let, uh, let me let me let me check my notes. Make sure yeah. I didn't miss anything. Yeah, yeah. I do I do miss Kmart because I think that's yes. the stupidest character. Uh, I yeah, agree. We love Kmart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We love Kmart out of necessity. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like she doesn't do a lot to make us love her, but just the fact that her name is Kmart is yeah. something. Yeah. Exactly. It's righteous. Um, something worth fighting for. <laughs> a girl worth fighting for. <laughs> a girl worth fighting for. Um, Kmart. Oh, I will say this is something that I thought about watching this one. That this this franchise has no musical identity. Like, there's not like a theme oh, where it's yeah. like this is the Resident Evil orchestral theme, and that was kind of a bummer to think about. It's yeah. mostly like new metal butt rock in the credits. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then the only music I really think of in general is in Afterlife when she's flying the plane around. And it's kind of like atmospheric, right? Electronic music, and I'm just like, okay, this is just like driving this is like commuter vibes like that's basically what oh my god like i'm listening to like morning becomes electric or something like that like (laughs) you're on mile 100 of this road trip yeah (laughs) yeah no there's that which is kind of a bummer like they could have done something um and then oh just one other thing to note like so the the big like tower siege thing where they're yeah. defending the one of the outposts of humanity in raccoon it's city like helms deep yeah, oh, yeah it kinda <laughs> is. um but they're like we have this big community of people we have elderly people we have kids and we have we never see them not for a single shot of the movie do yeah. we see the outpost that we're defending we just see like the five soldiers that we know all right <laughs> They don't even do a fun thing where they're like, that still only counts as one zombie. <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be good. Yeah, it would be. Anyway, those that's my notes. Yeah. Uh, have you heard they're making a game about Gimli retaking the minds of Moria? <laughs> what? Yeah, that's real. They need to stop making Lord of the Rings games. <laughs> there was one that, where they did like a Gollum game, Brennan, and it was like Uh-oh. horrible, apparently. Yeah, have you seen any anything for that? No. The oh, whole, you, look it, it up. You'll get a big kick. Was there a preview for it in front of Kingdom Hearts 2? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe for the Hobbit game from like 2003. Yeah. Look, you, you will note that the games I've been able to reference on this episode are Kingdom Hearts. Cubert? <laughs> yeah, Cubert and Donkey Kong. Yeah, Donkey Kong. <laughs> Good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Good enough. Well, I'm about to reference one more because I feel like the movie kind of does. Uh, I whether it's intentional or not, it just feels very close to me. Okay, dig um, dug. Huh? Dig dug. Yeah, dig, dig dug. dug. Um, duck hunt. Ooh, yeah. Uh, okay. Galaga. The Roger Rabbit uh, Nintendo game. No. Um, centipede. Yeah. Centipede. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry. Keep going. The human centipede video game. Oh god. <laughs> Eat are shit. you are you uh <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah the, it's for pc only human centipede the game it's, colon eat shit it's kind of like guitar hero where the the poop is coming and you have to hit the button right when it crosses someone has to make that game no, no they don't no, they really no, don't they don't <laughs> they have to okay metal gear solid 4 right. this is like so even connery who plays a lot of video games has not played these games mm-hmm. okay um so this will this 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 is more me appealing to the audience and some way i'm waiting for the collection to come out on ps5 yeah because they're doing a whole remaster thing Mm -hmm. um is solid snake involved yes yes hell yeah i know a thing yeah (laughs) Um, so this movie kind of i think he's a deadly dilf yeah Yeah. absolutely Uh, but then also his clone dad is there's clones in that too yeah (laughs) exactly big time (laughs) big boss oh okay big boss big daddy big daddy Ooh. there's big daddy well big daddy's from bioshock I guess. Uh, big daddy's, big daddy's bioshock. an adam sandler movie <laughs> <laughs> so is little nicky that's unfortunately <laughs> true i love little nicky <laughs> 
Let's keep naming Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> oh man, uh, Look, anger management. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the, there is Little Nicky does have an important theme. Like, like we said, yeah. horror or horror adjacent properties do tend to deliver themes to yeah. the world, and that one, in that case, it is the fact that Popeyes is the shiznit. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it is. I like Little Nicky. <laughs> Little Nicky's fun. But Thank Metal you. Gear Solid 4, that's kind yes. of like where the series ends, even though... So Metal Gear Solid 5 is a prequel. <laughs> yep. Um, it gets pretty complicated, but 4 is where like kind of the timeline ends, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for Metal Gear Solid Rising Revengeance. Yeah. <laughs> which In Rising Revengeance? Yeah. yeah. You play a cyber ninja. Okay. You named Raiden. Okay. A sombrero? I think... Do you? Yeah, you do. You wear a poncho and a sombrero in one scene. To, that's his disguise, and he goes to Mexico. And you, oh, okay. Yeah, thank you, Kojima. And you fight a super, <laughs> you fight a super buff senator at mm-hmm. a certain point. Nanobots. I'm, I'm still, I'm still not to the point I was trying to make. So Metal Gear Solid Four ends um, the way this movie kind of ends in a lot of ways. Like I think, um, like I guess this is a little spoilery for anyone who is going to play it, but I think it's fine. But um big boss you solid snake is a clone of big boss big boss is like the world's greatest soldier ever and then um this kind of reveal in that game is the same thing where big boss is like really sick but -hmm. you thought he was like gone forever yeah so he shows up and there's kind of like a reveal of an older version of yourself Mm -hmm. you are a clone Mm -hmm. of that person yeah and just it was very similar to how that game ends, how this movie ends. Mm. I'm like, and this is a video game movie, and I'm like, I just wonder if Paul W. Anderson ever played those games. Probably did. Because whenever he's, like, making a reference to things, it's, like, really, it's just, like, I'm pulling that thing from that game or movie and putting it in my in my movie yeah more so it being an homage in any way mm-hmm. it's just, like, this is literally from that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does seem like he is a gamer. Yeah. Or at least into it, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I, I'd hope he played the other Resident Evil games, but I feel like he just likes five a lot, maybe. Yeah, that seems like <laughs> up his alley for yeah. sure. So what's what's the, the game? game? Yeah. Oh, do we want to rank? Do you want to rank these first? Oh, or we do can. Oh, do yeah. That? Sure. Yeah. Hold on. Let me get the DVD for, <laughs> for Expedia City. Sure. At least for me, I need it. Look, I already wrote mine down because I, I anticipated this. Good. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I was like trying to wrap it up twenty minutes ago. Now you guys are all like, "When's the game going?" When's the game. <laughs> When's the game. <laughs> let's play. Now we're done. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's rank them. I'm gonna go first because I got it written out. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh. Number one for me, Resident Evil Extinction. Okay. That, I, I wrote down which numbers there. That's the third one. That's the third one. That's yeah. the that's the that's desert the third one. one. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, Resident Evil Afterlife. Okay. It's the fourth yeah. one. Yeah. I just feel like uh-huh. there's some stuff about like the prison I like there. It's a little a. It, Maybe it's a combination of the music too. It feels a little John Carpentery, just a little bit more mm-hmm. like old action movie or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Resident Evil Apocalypse. I think that one's just really stupid and fun. <laughs> yeah. um, number four, Resident Evil, like the original, just number, first movie. Um, I don't know. I, th- I I like Michelle Rodriguez a lot in in things, and I don't know. It just started it off. I, it's it's fourth, you know, because yeah. I don't like Retribution or the final chapter very much, and that's yeah. that's five and six for me. So nice. Final chapter is at the bottom of the barrel for me. Oh yeah, That's I, true, I yeah. don't see how it couldn't be. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'll, I was. I was. I'm gonna work my way up. Okay. So, okay. Because we're starting at the same place. My my worst one. My number six is the final chapter. Yeah. Number five is retribution. Hey. <laughs> um. Number my number four is extinction. Ooh. Um. It just it didn't hit me quite so much. Yeah. Um. Number three is Resident Evil because that movie is totally fine, but it, yeah. it's just very 2002, which mm-hmm. I, I enjoy, but it just whatever. Yeah. Number two is Apocalypse because you know the kind of city escape vibe is fun. Mm-hmm. My number one is Afterlife. Um. Ooh. I like the. I think the mutants are incorporated into the story a lot better. Yeah. 
Um, I like the whole kind of walking dead nature of like, we're trapped in this prison and we have to escape. Yeah. And that's one of the few movies that acknowledges that there was a world before the T virus. Cause mm-hmm. there's like that guy who was like in the perfume ad and like, yeah. he was like, I was a big basketball player. <laughs> yeah. There's a producer. Yeah. yeah. There's actually actual characters in that one that mm. feel like people. Yeah. Oh my God. That, mm. that strike force that shows up in, in retribution. Oh, and we God. never learn anything about any of them. We know one's Leon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Luther comes back and he just yeah, like Luther's gets there. knocked into the no one dies or whatever. Oh my gosh. But yeah, and, and Afterlife actually had a color palette. So that was yeah. that was very enjoyable yeah. for me. I also just with with Afterlife, I like that Luther um pulls the plane back with his basketball skills. Yeah, <laughs> that's I enjoy right, that. he does. <laughs> it's right. a good time. All right. I think mine is uh which one has her with her clones coming out? Is that Afterlife? Yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Luther's Luther's number one. That's when that's when Wesker forgets that he's supposed to be flying the plane and <laughs> yes, just crashes yes, yes, into yes, a yes. mountain. <laughs> yeah, Afterlife definitely number one. Uh, number two, Extinction. Number three, Resident Evil. Number four, probably Apocalypse. And five, Retribution. And six, the final chapter. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wait, did we all do Retribution final chapter and like I the think bottom? We put them on the bottom. All of us. yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I will say like extinction. I just, I have a real soft spot for the zombie with the camera. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so good. I mean, he's barely even doing anything with the camera, but yeah. we have this like bit idea where we have like that zombie crate that gets dropped down, Brennan, like all the zombies uh-huh. pour out, but then like that one zombie, the camera comes out. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he's just like taking photos <laughs> of everything. Like, taking photos as he like wanders out and they're like, okay. And like Alice just like chops his head off or something. Somebody finds the camera later. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, it's like, yeah. this is really good. <laughs> All right, here I, I love when the zombies have personality. Yeah. Yeah. Like Day of the Dead. I, I like that zombie a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I just I, I like when you get a glimpse of who they were before. Mm-hmm. Like some like, memory of them is still memory of still of them is still their words. Yeah. Well, like in, in, in the original Dawn of the Dead, there's a there's like that Hare Krishna zombie, and then there's like, well, this zombie was a biker and this zombie was a pilot. <laughs> and you can kinda you, you get a sense of what they were as a human, but yeah, in, yeah. in a lot of these fast zombie ones, they're all just kind of like athletes running around in rags and it's less visually interesting. Mm-hmm. A lot of skinny British people and 28 days later sprinting yeah. everywhere, which I mean, those in are jeans. great, but yeah. yeah, you know, I like, I like, I like a zombie with a job. <laughs> Get off your butt. You lazy zombie. <laughs> yeah. Get away from to, her. Get a job. <laughs> there's more to life than running around. <laughs> Are you ready for my game? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> we well, couldn't be more ready. <laughs> okay. So we know these movies were directed by, uh, or most of them were directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. They're all written by him. Mm-hmm. He is, of course, there's also, of course, another Paul Anderson in Hollywood. Yes. Mm-hmm. Arguably uh, a bigger impact in Maybe. in uh, mm. culture. I guess uh, it's just different. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no? Uh, look at what Licorice Pizza made and look at what Resident Evil, the final chapter That's made. That's true. Yeah. A lot of people saw these movies. Mm-hmm. And also, Paul Thomas Anderson to just, just simply does not love his wife as much as Paul W.S. Anderson. Literally. And he should, because Maya Rudolph is amazing. She yeah. is amazing. Oh, and they goddess. have like seven yeah. children, I think. Yeah. <laughs> they have like seven children. Oh, speaking of which, uh, Ever Anderson is the Red Queen in this, and that's um, Paul W.S. Anderson and Mila Jovovich's daughter. Yeah, that's Canon. Exactly. Makes sense. Love yeah. it. The most, <laughs> now it's a family film. You're all going to die down here. <laughs> Okay, here's my game. All right. Okay. Sequels of Paul Thomas Anderson movies oh. with Resident Evil type. <laughs> Resident Evil <laughs> ties? Resident Evil type sequel names. Okay. Um, 
So my example is the Phantom Thread 2, Attack of the Couture. <laughs> Attack of the Couture. So it doesn't even have to be Resident Evil themed, but just having a sequel to I was going to call it the Viral Thread. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> okay, well, I got I got to think, but it well, it it would have to be like well, the, all the Resident Evil movies are like a single word subtitle. Yeah. So I'm thinking like Phantom Thread colon ectoplasm you know like, that's a bad one but you know like something like boogie kinda, nights kinda retirement <laughs> um i'm not good at this game um okay i usually come up with some stinker games so it's okay <laughs> well, that's okay that's okay there will be there will be umbrella <laughs> um great <laughs> fuck you i drink your t virus <laughs> i got it up <laughs> um licorice pizza colon delivery <laughs> deliverance kmart instead Is of it... magnolia <laughs> no Look, i've spent uh, this, is, this is where I give the uh, <laughs> no but. <laughs> Sorry, what? This is where I give the sad revelation that I think I've only seen one Paul Thomas Anderson uh, movie. I've, I spend my time watching Resident Evil, you know, punch like I, drunk okay. zombie. Oh my god, <laughs> it is a little film broy of me to be like, oh, Paul Thomas Anderson, but they have the same name. I just wanted to, yeah, yeah, it's funny. It's very funny. It's I'm so laughing. funny. It's, we're it's, laughing really hard. It's a hard. concept that's so funny that I maybe don't want to touch it and play it, you know? Yeah, I should audition for Inherit SNL. Wesker. In, what? Inherent <laughs> Wesker. Inherent Wesker. Inherent Virus. Inherent Virus. That's better. These are not subtitles. You're just changing. I, yeah. I want to do subtitles. Inherit, inherit Vice. Um, all together now. <laughs> <laughs> The master to here we go again. <laughs> the master, uh, no apocalypse been taken. The master, Omni control. <laughs> oh, um, oh, the master Panoptica. Panoptica. That's good. Punch drunk love with Robert S. Kennedy. Robert S. Kennedy. <laughs> Leon S. Kennedy. Is Leon related to the Kennedys? Probably. Yes. Yeah. Why not? All right, well, does anybody else have a better game to play? No. All right, let's get out of here then. <laughs> I tried. I tried to entertain you listeners. I had fun. How about I you? left you all the clues. I had fun. You guys just screamed at me that I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I have Not nothing like to, that. I have nothing improv to offer no. except criticism. <laughs> what? I have nothing to offer except criticism. Yeah. <laughs> right, here's my stupid game. No, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, see, it's, it's it's better for me than doing it because I'm also very bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What a time, huh? What, yeah. a, what a month and a half it's been. I'm just looking at a picture of Philip Seymour Hoffman looking like happy but a little sad. He's like... He has uh, sad eyes in this picture. He really does. We've, yeah. we've gone through this journey. He sees what we've done. Yeah. He's proud of us. No, no one should be proud <laughs> no. of us. We didn't even oh, see. Look, there's like seven animated movies. Mm -hmm. There's Resident Evil: colon, Welcome to Raccoon City. Yeah, yep. and there's the Netflix show. So I think the journey is uh, over. I'll see y'all next week. Um, <laughs> Please, no. you sh you need to have watched all of those things, and then we'll talk about it. Oh boy, here we go. All and then let's talk about Pompeii. <laughs> oh, um, okay. I saw that. Um, How is Jon Snow? Fine. Uh, there's a reason he didn't lead any more blockbusters. I thought it was after his beautiful Call of Duty performance.
<laughs> what? In, he, he was in a game? Yeah, he's in a video game. Oh. He plays like some Mars uh, revolutionist in a Call of Duty. And oh. I think, no, it's not the same. Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Uh, very, there was a time where they were doing like big stars. Like they had Kevin Spacey do one yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kit, it, Kit Harrington is to Pompeii as Kellen Lutz is to The Legend of Hercules. <sighs> oh my God, wow. yes. It's like, look, we gave you your shot. And I mean, Marvel's kind of putting some chips on him, and we'll see. Kellen Lutz? No, fuck. Uh, uh, <laughs> Kit Harrington. Oh, girl detective. oh, right, right, right. He's supposed to be some knight character, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Black Knight or the. Okay. The legendary knight. I'm, I'm the, running out of like things to care about in that whole thing, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't apologize sorry? to me. <laughs> Don't apologize to me. I'm Just sorry. Never get tired world. of Resident Evil. That's all. It's always going to be in my heart. And those games, I love them so much. So yeah, and always get my game right. <laughs> Just <laughs> always get That's all the time we have for today, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Brett and Klein, thank you so much for joining us no again. Yes, thank I, I, I really visit back every October. Thank you. Yeah, I hope I hope you uh, can join again next year. I'm not going to assume that you'll be here. Like, I'm not going to be like, I'll see you next October. But I mean, I'll probably be here. Okay. Yeah, but we love having you so yeah, much. You're so you. much fun. What do you want to cover next year? Oh, um, what? Okay. Should I be punishing or not? Because <laughs> um, I, I will make you watch all the Children of the Corns and pick one of the oh good God. ones. Oh, God. Aren't there only like two good ones? <laughs> there's uh, there's like three and a half. Three uh, and a half. Good ones. Um, out of the 11. <laughs> Oh my god, don't let me sit through a Come back for Poltergeist 3 or something. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's okay. Yeah. Um I don't know. It it'll just it'll have to be whatever you decide is right. I, okay. I, I can't I can't force your hand on this. <laughs> um I would not recommend Children of the Corn, but uh, you know, you do you. But we will see you again. Yes. Yeah. We'll meet again. Don't know where, don't know when. Is that also Carrie Underwood? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on her greatest hit. <laughs> I was talking to Lily about this franchise and like how she, she likes to be the producer when she wants to be. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's like, that's why I should be the producer in your show. I'm like, we'll do it. She's like, no, one. I don't want to do it. <laughs> like, as in, she one. wants to pick the franchises. Um, well, no, just sometimes I'm like, oh, we're doing Resident Evil right now. And it's been tough to get through, and also yeah. it's not like a new release came out or anything, so no. it's not really related to anything. So I'm just like, oh, next year I'd like to do something more relevant. But we had to, we had to do this. We had to because this is what it's, inspired the whole podcast. Yeah, this is like we've been wanting to do this for so long, oh, okay. and like I now think that we're a little ridiculous for wanting to do this so bad. <laughs> because well, we know because we thought it'd yeah. be something easy to cover in a way that's like, oh, no one's listening to us yet. Yeah, but I'm glad we started with Hunger Games because at least if we started Resident. If we started this podcast with the Resident Evil franchise, we may not have a podcast yeah. anymore. We I may agree. have just we'd, we'd be like, that sucked. Yeah. yeah. That's, I don't like this. <laughs> but we got Dirty Wet Hog Bread, and it was great. <laughs> yeah. It's all been up uphill. from there. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's been all been uphill, uphill battle <laughs> <laughs> to keep going. Have you have you done the have you done the Mamma Mia duology? Oh, dude, yes. Of course we have. Oh, okay. Can't wait for the third one. Yeah. I, I hope they... You know, we've still got like seven years or whatever. I know, um, right? But I, hope, I do hope they make it. There's a bunch of ABBA songs left. Yeah, I know. They can do yeah. it. It can happen. I'm hyped for it. Uh, we were maybe going to do big, My Big Fat Greek Wedding mm-hmm. Jesus. for, uh, for Valentine's likes Day. Those. Well, the first one is fun. The first I like the first really one. The first one's really yeah. good. Um, I never finished the second one. The second one is boring, and yeah. I, I saw the third one in theaters. 
not a movie. Oh, it's yeah. not a movie. It 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 is. Have you did you see Book Club? The next chapter. Yeah, we love Book Club. Yeah, it rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, oh, like, they make the pasta, Club. and it's like a joke for like <laughs> sex, but like they're just making pasta. It, it, my mom it said is, she watched the movie based on our recommendations. She just says, "I was so mad." I oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, good thing Lily's like, never gonna hear this. <laughs> uh. It, it it is not a movie in the same the same right. way that that is not a movie. Yeah. So you might like it. Okay. Um. It's just like we're gonna bring the cast to Europe. Please. Yeah. Um. And they're gonna do nothing for ninety minutes. It and sounds fun. You just hang out with the Krabappel family, whatever they're called. <laughs> Krabappel <laughs> from The Simpsons. Miss <laughs> yeah, Krabappel. Yeah. <laughs> what I just watched this movie. What is their name? Her name is Neo Vardalos. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Joey yeah, Fatone doesn't matter. <laughs> the most Italian. Man. You got to put Windex on it. Yeah, no, yeah. those are all jokes from my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah, <laughs> that's the good one. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, instead of doing that, we'll probably do after. Yeah, after you should. Fun. I yeah. would come back for any after movie. Oh hell yeah, yeah. let's do it then. Let's We're do pro- after. Let's do that for Valentine's Day this year. That'll be <laughs> yeah, fun. that would be great. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. do you have anything to plug before we go? God, um, <laughs> do I? Uh, I guess. Well, uh, I I try to. Well. I was like, I try to point people to my social media and that's where mm-hmm. I will post things that I do. But it's like, I, do, I am on Twitter, but I don't use it. And it's not even Twitter anymore. Good for no. you. But yeah. you can find me on that and Instagram at it's raining brands. <laughs> um, and yeah, just do that, I guess. But um, I'm, I'm writing for Horror Press, which is a, a relatively new horror website. It's, I think, two or three years old now. And I, I just started writing for them uh, at Pride Month and I just kind of stuck around. Nice. I was I was a guest a guest columnist and I was just like, I'm going to stay. Yeah, they liked you so um, much. Like, here, I pull up a chair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I've got some cool stuff uh, coming for them. Um, I just, I actually, I, one of you mentioned Willy Wonka earlier. I just had, a, <laughs> yeah, Tyler. <laughs> I, I just had a piece come out about the uh, the boat scene and why it's still super terrifying. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, it's I saw good. that you posted that. I need to read that. And the rowers just keep Ooh. rowing. Is it raining? Is it snowing? It creeps me the fuck out. The fires of hell are blowing. Oh, oh, uh, you did you do Halloween ends last year? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I have a piece coming out that might be out by the time this episode comes out. Ooh. Um, that is. Looking back on a year of Corey Cunningham and <laughs> yeah, what's uh, he been up to? Just well, just like just kind of coming to it, uh, not in the heat of the moment, and looking at mm-hmm. Corey and being like, does he work? Does he not? Is he being <laughs> let down by the movie? Like what? W- w- just kind of digging into him and seeing what's what's going on with Corey. <laughs> yeah, nice. it's interesting how it's not even been a year I think since that movie came out, and I've seen a lot of like reevaluation already of of that movie. Mm. And whether it works or not. But you you like carrying his body down into the wood chipper. Uh, Halloween oh, ends. Oh, Michael Myers. Yeah, Michael mm-hmm. Myers. Um, yeah, because it's like, how else are you gonna do it? Yeah, I guess. you can't do it any other way. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, the weekend we're recording is the weekend of the Halloween 45th anniversary convention oh. in Pasadena. Um, I'm going on Saturday, and I'm gonna meet Corey Cunningham. <gasps> so nice. how fun! Uh, I, I'm not. I'm very curious. If he's gonna have a really long line or a really short line, mm. and I, I'm dying to know. <laughs> I mean, he'll he'll definitely just like I think that line will grow every year. Yeah. Yes, like, I, I do think so. Especially like horror franchises, I feel like he'll just grow in power. Yeah, yeah. Like in general, yeah, nice. for sure. Good. Yeah, I mean, there are people there. Oh, uh, we should stop this recording. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're okay. just talking now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Uh, Connor, what do you have to plug? Uh, if you enjoy the sound of my voice, you'll enjoy tabletop role-playing games, probably enjoy Starship Impala, actual play role-playing game podcast hosted by myself and four other friends. You can find it on Apple Podcasts or on SoundCloud. Tyler, what do you have to plug? You say that so fast and you do it every time. Yeah, I'm it's... sorry. Should I slow what? down? I no, slow down? no, I'm not saying that. I'm just like impressed by like your memory. Because <laughs> oh it's like I've almost said like... it 177 times. That's true. <laughs> hey, maybe I should be better at this. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me on Instagram uh, at Tyami Vice. Uh, go to my photo website, uh, TylerDennering.com. It still feels weird saying my own name on a website. It's cool, dude. Um, Very cool. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, hey, go buy our shirts yes. uh, at Red Room Tees on Etsy. We'll put the link in. That's uh, our, our buddy, Turn O'Neill, mm-hmm. previous, previous independent guest. Um, put in the code the franchise to get 20% off. Woo. Franchise podcast shirt. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all social medias. Like, like, share, and subscribe. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Help us go to the show. Uh, that's it. Thank you to Barry Gamey for our artwork and Nick Viverka oh, yeah. for the music. Woo. Huh? Oh, I just I had a question for Connery before you told totally Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Leave. What? So if you have if you have a good memory, do you have you memorized the Nicole Kidman AMC monologue? Oh my god. Do no. it right now. <laughs> I could you can do it? This this was really just a backdoor brag. To, uh, for you the, to do yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> do, do it. it. <laughs> do it, Brennan. <laughs> okay, hold on. I gotta get into character. I gotta step in a puddle. <laughs> We come to this place for magic. We come to AMC theaters to laugh, to cry, to care. I like that he's sneaking in the Australian mm-hmm. accent. Because <laughs> we need that. All of us. That indescribable feeling we get when the lights begin to dim. <laughs> and we go somewhere we've never been before. Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic World. <laughs> we've been there three times already. Not just entertained, but somehow reborn. Creed. Together, Creed two. <laughs> dazzling images on a huge silver screen, sound that I can feel. <laughs> Somehow, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Watching Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> Our heroes feel like the best part of us, and stories feel perfect and powerful. Because here, they are. Swing! <laughs> <laughs> that's usually the time I get into the movie theater. Yeah, but twenty yeah. minutes after the movie's Tyler supposed to start. In like, all right. Uh. <laughs> Connery shows up to the movie like a good boy, like at the right time. And I'm like, nah, there's like 20 minutes of commercials. Like, just go in without me. I'll be there. Yeah, Connery's hanging out with Maria Menounos. Yeah, I'm like, hi, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Skyrim necklace you wear. Skyrim? Yeah, I feel like she wears like this big necklace. I feel like it's oh. a Skyrim item. Okay, we got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So thank, I'm so sorry. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you to Maria Menounos. Um, <laughs> she does, she, she's the panopticon. She sees everything. Yeah. My, my ex tweeted something mean about her and she responded to oh it. That's awesome. That's awesome. As she should. Yeah. Defend yourself, Maria. Mm-hmm. Or we should defend her for her. We are the knights of Maria. And we, we were coming. For you. <laughs> okay, now it's getting weird. The Maria Menounos hive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, stay tuned for next week when we start covering the Evil Dead. Woo! For the Evil Dead franchise. <laughs> that was good. Good yeah, timing. Thank you. Uh, until next time, my name is Alice and this is my story the end of my story anyways i'm gonna go fight dragons (laughs) (laughs) on my umbrella bmw bicycle (laughs) double logo (laughs) (laughs) 